Welcome to Resilient Forward, a podcast created by Bagay Group to educate the public and promote solutions to Florida's most challenging environmental issues. I'm your host, Irela Bagay. I've been a longtime advocate of the environment and the economy. I invite you to join me as we showcase resilient solutions, feature innovative strategies, products, and services from prominent members of the business community, including industry leaders, advocates, and elected officials all engaged in developing and implementing resilient solutions in their community. Well, here we are, um, our next episode. I'm so excited that we have the Girl Scouts Council of Tropical Florida. It's Women's History Month and we decided to highlight um, some of the amazing work that they're doing here locally in South Florida, Miami-Dade and Monroe counties and um, primarily the uh, education, the STEM education that um, the girls are being um, exposed to through hands-on activities outside in nature and also working with you know, science, technology, engineering, and math, coding, all kinds of interesting um, activities. And we have with us today, Christina Martin. She's the marketing director for the council. Welcome to Resilient Forward. Hi, thank you for having us, having me today. Um, so give me um, some background on how you got involved with Girl Scouts. Were you a Girl Scout? I was actually a Girl Scout for one month back in the 80s um, and my mom is decided after a month that it wasn't for us. Um, unfortunately, that's a common story. My mom is uh, an immigrant here. She came here from Italy um, and she didn't quite feel comfortable. Um, and you know, back in that time, it wasn't a great time. I remember, however, really, really loving it. and. Um, I questioned why my mom pulled me out. She said I didn't like it, but I remember not liking a lot of things she made me do. Well, so. I remember wanting to be a Girl Scout. My parents also immigrants, Cuban, um, and they just didn't understand that whole the whole Girl Scouting culture and mm -hmm. sleeping overnight in camps and yeah. you know our our families you know our Hispanic families are very tight and so yeah. you know letting a little girl sleep over somewhere. You know, where there was just trust issues, which, mm -hmm. which looking back at it now, I'm like, you know, what better mentors and, you know, our Girl Scout leaders are and everything yeah. else and all the activities and, and just, you know, that camaraderie between, you know, the group and the girls working together mm -hmm. on, on many projects. But anyways, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, later in life, we became Girl Scouts Ex anyway. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. After I finished my, um, my master's program at the University of Miami, I had in 2008 I had an opportunity to start with the Girl Scouts and I was really excited about it because now I got the opportunity as an adult to see all the things that I could have done as a girl and it's really it's just so inspiring to see the things that our girls and our leaders are doing and I know we're gonna talk about that a little bit but um, that was really just an awesome eye-opening experience for me um, I was only at the council at that time for about a year and a half and then Two and a half years ago, I, I came back into the fold. I happened to walk into the council. I had two babies at the time. Two um, little girl babies. Two little girl babies, <laughs> that's right. Um, completely, completely unplanned. Um, and then I met our CEO, Chelsea Wilkerson, um, and things things clicked, and I've been back. And it's such an exciting time to be so back. So you got an offer you couldn't refuse. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I was looking for you know some more flexible work because I was a new mother and, you know, what better place to be than a place where you get to see girls, you know, 
growing into courage, confidence, and character and making the world a better place. I know, and I love that. And you know, that's one of the reasons why I got involved as an adult with Girl Scouts. And as you recall, mm -hmm. I was the board chair of this council for many years in the mm -hmm. past. And it was really, you know, one of the best exper volunteer experiences of my career. And that's why I've never left. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's hard. Uh, and you know, anything that, it, that, that positions girls for success, in mm -hmm. my opinion, and young women, is, yeah. is critical, especially during now, dur now during these times that we're living. Exactly. And um, talk to me about, you know, we, I, I remember being board chair during the centennial, the 100 years mm -hmm. of Girl Scouting, and it's one of the few organizations in America that are over 100 years old yeah. now. And um, the founder, Julia Gordon-Lowe, being that it's his, Women's History Month, what an amazing story that is. Exactly. Exactly. She was... Um, she actually start, started with Girl Guides in England, and she was so inspired by that, and um, also seeing some of the things that Boy Scouts were doing at the time, that when she came back, she decided to, to start the organization herself. And one of my favorite things that she said is, we're not here to teach girls what to think, we're teaching them how to think. And it's really, really exciting to see an organization who hasn't let go of that mentality of making things girl-led and using research um, to kind of formulate some of these programs, but also using the girl voice to really keep it forward. And I think that's what keeps it going and keeps it fresh. Right, and back so. then, you know, there were some badges that were like, you know, of, of the times, you know, yeah. like basket weaving badge yeah. and, you know, sewing, knitting and sewing. Cooking. Yeah, and, and fast forward, we're here in 2019 mm -hmm. and the current CEO of, of uh, Girl Scouts of, of the United States, of, of America, yeah is a rocket scientist. Yes, <laughs> yes she is. Sylvia Acevedo is a rocket scientist. Um, she worked in Silicon Valley for many, many years. And if you hear her talk, she'll talk about how Girl Scouts actually opened her eyes up to that um, because you know they went camping and they were doing the astronomy stuff and um, looking up at the stars. Looking up at the stars and the sky. And, uh, when somebody asked her years later what got her started and she started thinking about it, it was going back to those experiences as, as a child. And that, that's fantastic. Yeah. And so that, that kind of like leads me into this whole STEM program mm -hmm. and, and all these new badges and that girls are really getting into and are really excited about. Oh, yeah. And, and like seriously uh, volunteering to be part of these activities. Oh, yeah. So we have um, many new badges. The, the big focuses have been outdoors, which is not surprising. Girl Scouts has been an outdoor type of organization for a long time. Um, environmental stewardship and STEM. And these are starting not at the older ages. Like uh, a lot of people have this preconceived notion that you don't really start these sorts of things until like junior high or high school. They start at daisies, which are five years old. There's never too early of an introduction. Right. Um, and if you follow uh, our social media, you'll see we're sharing the stories of our girls doing cybersecurity, doing coding, doing robotics. Um, right. And they're really excited about it and they're really embracing it. Well, I mean, you know, and, and back to early education, I mean, because there is a drop off during middle school mm -hmm. where girls, you know, we, you know, we all go through our little, you know, changes. Yeah. And um, but so starting them early and having them just like work with like robotics and, yeah. and just, you know, those kinds of activities is because we've seen that boys have had those, you know, exactly that those experiences are open to them early on. And, you know, it's important to incorporate these early. It in is. My opinion. It is. It's so important. And um, we see it 
not just with our STEM, but also our environmental stewardship and our, our um, outdoors badges and any of the other types of um, entrepreneurship badges, even from the cookie program, they are sitting down and they're making decisions. You know, obviously as, as younger girls, they have a lot more guidance from their troop leaders, but it's still girl-led and you see them as girls saying, oh, I want to learn how to build a robot. I saw this. It was really cool. I want to do this with my sisters. Yeah. And they do it as a group and it's, it's encouraging them to work as a group and work as women and it's also, or as, you know, young women. Um, but it's also encouraging them to make those choices in this, you know, very safe, gender-specific type of environment where they, they feel like they can do these things. And, you know, you mentioned the, the cookie program, and, I mean, that is such a great introduction to entrepreneurship. Yes. I mean, people don't give Girl Scouts enough credit for that. No. That we are, you know, the, through the cookie program, we're teaching girls how to set goals, mm -hmm. how to manage money, exactly, how to um, work together as a group for a common cause, exactly. And um, you know, outside of sports, you yeah. know, this is the best way to get girls together, working it as a group, and exactly. you know, mentoring each other mm -hmm. and, and motivating each other, which is so important later in life when you get into, let's it say, is. corporate America or it any is. other business. Um, yeah. field. And you know, one of the things I think people don't realize is it's a really important lesson to learn how to deal with people telling you no. Right. And it's people, also that. Exactly. Yeah. So it creates confidence. So exactly. It's like, you know, and it's really hard to, to say no to a Girl Scout in front, of a, in front of a supermarket selling cookies or at your door, you know. And now, now even, you know, with, with um, the advent of social media and mm -hmm. emails and everything else, I think the cookie program has even elevated. I, I mean, I just bought a case of cookies from a troop yeah. that was marketing it via email. Yeah. And, and their whole pitch and their video just struck me. It was so cool that I'm like, these girls are yeah. they're amazing. I have to buy yeah. it. Yeah, it's a 21st century organization right. for 21st century girls. You're give, we're giving them the opportunity to learn and grow and take these opportunities. And I see, I'm like, these girls, I told somebody once, um, especially around Gold Award, but not just Gold Award, I had to get myself out of the habit of saying, I never did this at that age because these girls are doing things that I have never done myself. Right. And, you know, things that it took me a long time to realize that I could do. And you see it happening now at these young ages. And everybody I talk to, and, and this is a personal belief of my own, it gives me so much hope for what is going to happen in the future because you see these girls working together and elevating beyond this concept of rejection and just making things happen. And, you know, the leadership. I mean, I don't think there's been any, uh, from what I understand, from what I've read, any member of uh, Congress uh, and the Senate that has not been a Girl Scout. So there's about 76% right? of women um, in, in the Senate are Girl Scout alums. So there are a few, but not many. And over 50% of the 116th um, session of Congress are former Girl Scouts. Every female Secretary of State is a former Girl Scout. The majority of astronauts and women in business. It's definitely a very impactful organization. Um, and you see so many women who are rising up to these levels who have been Girl Scouts, and that's a very exciting thing. It's very exciting. So let's talk about alumni because, you know, we, we um, at Girl Scouts were constantly staying in touch with the, with the, with the little girls and mm -hmm. the young women, but yet once you move beyond that, how do we stay in touch as far as alumni? So there's a, uh, several different options. Nationally, you see the Girl Scouts 
of the United States, GSUSA as I tend to call them, have really pitched in and created a really strong movement on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called the Girl Scout Network. A really exciting new thing is for girls or women who ever earned the, girl, the gold award, the silver award, even when it was like a silver pin or, or whatever instance of the name it is, can now claim that as an achievement on LinkedIn mm -hmm. to show the world you know, I did this, I did this type of community service. And, and the gold and silver awards are equivalent to an Eagle Scout for Boy mm -hmm. Scouts. You know, I just yes. want to clarify that yeah. because it's an incredibly um, intensive yes. uh, uh, service project that these yes. girls engage in. Give me an example of a couple of them locally here because I know that they, they tend to be more on the environmental because we mm -hmm. live in Miami-Dade and exactly. Monroe County is surrounded by, you know, water and Everglades and, mm -hmm. and, and so forth. So. Uh, and, and our camps are, you know, beautiful hammocks um, yeah. in, 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 in Pine the, Rocklands. In Pine Rocklands, and so these girls are exposed to the to the outdoors and the importance of nature mm -hmm. um, to our lady lives. So, give me an example of like one gold awardee. Sure. So the gold award is a, has to be a sustainable project. It's not a one and done. And like you said, by design, it's a, an intensive project. Um, one project that happened last year that we or happened that a, gold, a girl was awarded last year uh, was a restoration of Biscayne Bay. Mm -hmm. So Rachel is a Gold Award Girl Scout. She is now at FAU studying environmental science. Um, and she's one of those girls that when you see her, she has the additions to her vest for all of the patches and badges that she had. She's very impressive. Which is basically an addition to a vest is basically like, um, like if you're wearing tails. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I was joking with her that I was, that it's like a, like a, like a, a train on, a, a on train an evening gown. Yeah. Um, so she worked with the uh, with FA with FIU mm -hmm. um, to do some some cleanup of Biscayne Bay. She also took seedlings, mangrove seedlings, and grew them like over. It took her a course of year, and then went in with with volunteers in the school uh, FIU uh, to restore this this mangrove and mangrove Bay. areas yes it took her several years it's, it's so impressive um and that is just the start of her career in environmental science well i mean and and i read a little bit about rachel and um she also um it, she got pushed back in the beginning mm -hmm. of this project um from government mm -hmm. um, from the local government um because here she is here's this girl yeah. coming in saying hey i want to restore these mangroves yeah um and, and they were saying, well, you know, all the red tape that, that goes around the bureaucracy of dealing yeah. with government, as we all know. But what, um, what an amazing, what an amazing, you know, yeah. uh, you know, motivation exactly. to look at our, our very, you know, ecosystem. And, and everyone knows, and this podcast was created, yeah. it's called Resilient Forward, created um, just because we want to highlight solutions exactly. to our environmental challenges. And um, Biscayne Bay is one of my biggest personal mm -hmm. um, projects, uh, has been for a very long time, for those of, of, of you that know me. And um, going into, you know, restore mangroves, which are, mangroves are, tend to be um, the barrier mm -hmm. to storm surge during hurricanes yep. and everything else. And, and they're the, um, the, the bed of the nursery of fisheries yes. for our estuaries because that's the, yeah. basically they're the lungs they're the the you know just the front line yeah. of our um, protecting our water our water supply so um, Rachel is um, one of those 
amazing girls that we can highlight exactly. and um, be proud of. And God knows where she's going to end up in the future. Exactly. I, mean, I can't wait to follow her career. I, I agree. And, you know, women's history is not just the women who have made history, but it's the women who are going to make history. And who are making history now. And who are making history now. <laughs> and she's clearly going to make history. And she's just one of many girls that, you know, are, are on that path. We had another girl um, who, I don't know if you've seen in, in Coral Gables, the solar... The solar panel bus, I think they're bus sheds that are starting. Yes, the that's, bus shelters. That's a Girl Scout Gold Award. No kidding. That's a Girl Scout they Gold Award. They just had a, a ribbon cutting for, mm -hmm. for the bus shelter recently. Um, and yeah, we're very excited about that in the yeah. city of Coral Gables. But um, but I did not know that that was yeah. started by a Girl Scout. Yes, it's a Girl Scout Gold Award. Oh. And it goes to show, you know, I, it comes back again. We talked about cookies and, and rejection. Sylvia Acevedo, if you ever hear her talk, will say that she learned that you don't take no for an answer from the cookie program. You always, she always asks three times. Um, right. And you see that reflected. You know, you might be a, a little five-year-old Daisy Girl Scout and somebody says you don't have, they don't want cookies this year. That, you know, that experience can transform you into mm -hmm. these girls who are going for gold. Well, you know, motivation, determination, mm -hmm. exactly. equals success. And you um, see it, they take Perseverance. It. Exactly, <laughs> and they do it with grace they push back with grace and it's just such an inspiring thing to right, see. Right, right. Oh, so, so um, talk to us about the council and some of the um, upcoming events that we should be looking forward to. Awesome, so the, we are um, in our 96th year, so we're almost hitting our centennial as well, mm -hmm. and our programs for girls have really taken a, a STEM and outdoor and environmental stewardship um, bend. So one of the things that we have coming up, which is a really fun event, is uh, we are hosting a program for girls called Cast Iron Chef. And so it's lear girls learning how to cook with outdoor um, cooking skills. Oh, great. Outdoor cooking skills, which you think, oh, it's just cooking. But no, it's outdoor cooking skills. There's a lot that goes into that. So that you can actually make a gourmet meal mm -hmm. uh, camping style. Camping style, <laughs> and you learn how to take care of your environment and the world around you mm -hmm. uh, at, as you're doing it. Um, and you think about it like camp, camping and outdoors, there's charcoal and stuff like that. There's a certain right. ways to take care of that. Girls can grill. Girls can grill, that's <laughs> right. Um, and so after they learn this, they will be given a secret ing ingredient. And just like the Iron Chef, they have to transform it. And we'll have several um, local celebrity chefs, um, some of which are James Beard nominated, wow. to, to be judging the competition. That's amazing. Yeah, that's so amazing. All right, well, we're going to track that for sure. That's a really cool one. Um, for girls, we'll also have a program called Women in Aviation. Um, it is in partnership with um, the Gold Coast 99s, which is an organization of all um, female women in the airline industry from pilots to mechanics that's great yeah it we had uh, this event last year it sold out it's happening this weekend I believe when we're going to have pictures and videos I love it yeah so they get introduction to everything related to airlines and that brings me to another uh, uh, I guess uh, tidbit about Girl Scouts and professionals all the astro female astronauts have been Girl Scouts. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, right? Pretty much, yeah. The majority of them, if not all of them, have been um, Girl Scouts. See, another yeah. another cool, exactly. you know, stat from Girl Scouts. Exactly. Women, women and Girl Scouts are women who just go, 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 and don't stop. So I want to talk about a little bit about the camps because we have some beautiful gems yes. of camps and properties within mm -hmm. the Girl Scout Council of Tropical Florida, um, and one of which was heavily impacted by Hurricane yes. Irma down in the Florida Keys. 
and um, I just want to talk about how how important it is to get girls out outdoors yes. and yes. even their parents too you yes know? so there are studies by the Girl Scout Research Institute that show that being outdoors just has tremendous impact on girls and there are studies not just with Girl Scouts that show that kids today don't spend nearly enough time outdoors. Well, that's obvious because, you know, they're so connected to their phones yes. and, you know, their computers and their iPads and everything else. Exactly. That, you know, I think it's it's important to, you know, put some time outside yes. just, you know, just looking at how beautiful nature is exactly. and just, you know, you know, kind of like those mental breaks yeah. that, you know, people push for mindfulness exactly <laughs> in corporate exactly. America we're pushing you know our employees to go out and, and be mind you know mindful yeah. of, of their surroundings and exactly. the same goes for you know God knows for kids especially exactly and there's just something to be said like research or not aside about being outside in the fresh air in the sun or the rain mm -hmm. with your friends making memories and learning new things um, one of the members of our board when I chatted with her a few months ago had this really great quote and it has stuck with me ever since which is it does not matter how much you have or how much you don't have if you can't pitch a tent you're sleeping in the rain and it's absolutely <laughs> that true. is true and when you're outside and you're doing these things you learn how to do them for yourself nobody else is going to pitch your tent nobody else is going to build your fire you have to learn how to do these things and it builds yeah. it builds resiliency and it builds self-sufficiency and it builds accountability and these are all critical skills. Oh, absolutely. And you know, as far as, you know, you know, we, we, we deal with hurricane preparedness yes. and disaster recovery here in Florida all the time. And these skills are so important. They you, are. you don't think about them transcending into your yeah. regular life, but they do when you're, you know, dealing with these it's true. circumstances where you maybe have no power for a week exactly. or so and you need to, you know, deal with campfire cooking yeah and you know <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly and I mean we saw it with Irma right like the Florida Keys got just absolutely battered by Irma particularly the Middle Keys our our camp with Sumke was you know pretty much destroyed by that and it's just it takes time to build to rebuild it takes a lot of resources to rebuild that I know you asked about that mm -hmm. um, so that's just unfortunately one of the aspects of living in South Florida and it's one of those things that we're still working to recover from. Well, you know, I, I can't um, stress enough the importance um, of Girl Scouting in our community and, you know, across the country. Mm -hmm. um, and um, it's important to reconnect if you're an alumni. Exactly. Um, there are many ways to get involved. There um, are. One of my favorite ways to get involved is to fundraise mm -hmm. <laughs> so that we can keep and maintain a lot of these properties and keep girls outside as well. Exactly. And, um, and you know, and also, you know, get girls that underserve communities yes. um, that don't um, have the opportunities oftentimes mm -hmm. to, to participate in, in some of these activities to underwrite yes. their participation in Girl Scouts. So yes. there's many ways to participate and give to Girl Scouts and um, wh who do they call, what do they do? So if you want, if they want to participate, if you want to join and there's like you said, there's a lot of different ways to join or to participate. Uh, you can call us at 305-253-4841 um, or email us at customercare at girlscoutsfl.org. Great. And, um, you know, I like to, I think, you know, we can go on and on and talk yeah, about Girl Scouts can. forever. We can, for sure. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. And um, I, I end the podcast with the same question for every guest. So what does resilience mean to you? 
Resilience means building a foundation that isn't going to be blown over by something that's hard or scary or difficult. Resilience is, um, particularly in girls, giving them the strength and the skills to be able to say, I can do that and I want to do that and I can't wait to do that. That's so. great. Well, thank you so much, Christina Martin, thank Girl Scout you. Council of Tropical Florida. And um, I look forward to uh, future events and activities and meeting these amazing girls that are doing amazing things in our thank community. You. Thank you, same. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Resilient Forward. You can listen to other podcasts at resilientforward.com and follow us on Twitter at ResilientFWD. If you're interested in sponsoring our show or know someone who we should feature, please contact us. Remember, our environment is our economy. <laughs>